0: Good Risings, I'm Jackie.
1: And I'm Brian.
0: And this is Grateful Grains, Welcome back. This week, we're taking the time to reflect on the reality that life is short. We're exploring how that simple truth can have a profound impact on the way we choose to spend our time here on earth. We got it started yesterday by having a conversation about impermanence. Today, we're abandoning what ifs.
1: Yesterday, we explored the idea that anticipation of any one thing is an attempt to either control or prepare ourselves for what's coming. Our minds are built to seek out safety and impermanence feels like chaos. It means nothing at all is to be depended on, except that change is imminent. This concept has deeply spiritual roots all throughout Eastern religions, but you might already also be seeing the similarities with modern psychology.
0: We spend a good amount of time looking backwards and forwards to give us structure to our life story. We often subconsciously see our past as a sign of things to come. When our minds are stuck in past traumas, we're habitually perceiving those old threats in the future. And when our minds are stuck in the future, we're making a risky bet on a certain chain of events in order to reach an ultimate goal. On one hand, we're asking ourselves, what if that happens again? On the other hand, we're asking, what if this happens next?
1: Both types of thinking are robbing us of presence. We can't live in the immediate now when we're living in the past or future. It's another way our mind attempts to create the illusion of permanence, by way of knowing. We attempt to know what's coming based on our past. We attempt to know what might come as a result of some external force. The truth is that peace exists only in the present.
0: Right, and we cultivate the ability of dwelling in the present moment by practicing awareness. We turn to tools like meditation and gratitude, grounding exercises, walks in nature with intentional awe for our surroundings. We can also engage in physically strenuous exercise, anything that redirects our subconscious minds to presence, rather than separated or distant ruminations.
1: But what does this theory look like in the modern world, where we spend so much of our time earning our survival and preparing for our future, when yesterday's events are so heavily affecting tomorrow's state of being? Engineers draw plans for a home. Builders build it. All with the intention of eventually having a completed home to live in. Is it even possible to only ever live in the now?
0: This is the great conundrum many face when exploring these kinds of Eastern ideologies. We know tomorrow is built from today, but we also know that presence is the only true path to inner peace, the only way to distance ourselves from our subconscious sufferings. We know that security is an innate human need, but that impermanence is a reality that teaches that nothing can be
1: stable. It's all about perspective. What can we learn from these teachings? What can we leave behind? What serves us and what hinders our growth? As it relates to today's conversation, how might impermanence help us abandon fear-based what-if thinking? How might impermanence move us toward action? What-if thinking is synonymous with inaction. In the most extreme cases, we'd only ever be perceiving threats. We'd be paralyzed in fear over what's to come. And on the other hand, we might be putting too much faith in our ability to succeed in any one pursuit.
0: Impermanence teaches us that nothing can be relied upon. No single fate, no single outcome. Our only option is to accept that nothing is known. If it cannot be known, what if thinking is absolutely futile? It's an instrument of suffering we inflict on ourselves. This doesn't mean we don't work or pursue goals or plan for the future. We see people reap the benefits of that work all the time. It's simply accepting that all things come and go. Every experience we build for ourselves is fleeting. That's both somber and beautiful. Again, it's the middle ground where peace resides.
1: Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings or you can find me at B McMuffin.
0: And you can find me at Wood underscore one. We'll be back again tomorrow for day three of our week, Life's Short. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today.
1: Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.
0: Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived.